When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Black Tie Moving is who you need to call if you're moving. That's what they do. If you're thinking about relocating, whether it's in Memphis, out of Memphis, they can handle it. They want to handle it. They're the best in town. Call them. 316-6196 is the phone number. 316-6196 is the phone number. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life. Black Tie gets it. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. They show up on time. They stay on budget. They are the best in Memphis. I know because I've used them not once but twice. I'm glad I did. 316-6196. 316-6196 is the phone number. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Moving scenes is always here. Black Tie wants to take the tour moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving. They're changing moving the city of Memphis. Call them today. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. All right, so it was a a wild week in the National Football League. By the way, breaking news coming in, Mike Evans has been suspended for a game, which I find interesting. I mean... Oh, it was worth it to get the Saints a but regular I, I, season I, I, thing off. I your agree, back. it was definitely worth it. But my question is: is it is is does the does the punishment fit the crime here, bro? I mean, he already got through out of the game, so now he's missing basically one point two five games um, for a shove. I mean, what are we talking oh, about? Man, I was shoved. They put him on the floor. I know, you know but it's, it's, it's a violent him. game, and we're suspending people because they pushed. Plus, plus, he came in at a time where they were trying to break things up. You already know. Well, that, that's the issue. I mean, it's Brady. What do you want him to do? I think it was. I think they. I won. Think, I think. I think it was smart on the part of Mike Evans. I think. It, no, that's what you want in a teammate, right? Like he, in in his view, like Lattimore was stepping the TB twelve. See, he's just using that as an excuse. He's wanted to punch Lattimore for the last well, few he definitely years. Has. For the last few years, Lattimore has absolutely owned him in that matchup. But, I, but so that was a bubbling up of things. What I, what I thought was hilarious about that entire dust up, right, is that like Fournette's in there, like everybody's in there, right? Offensive linemen, running backs, wide receivers, whatever. TB12 is in the middle of it, and nobody's touching him. Nobody gonna touch Tom. Like it's just so funny to me, though. Nobody touching the goat. He's got like a force field. Right? Like he was like, he really does. And it was the when the words came at him from, uh, yeah. from Lattimore that everybody seemed to get mad. Just the, yeah. the words coming at Tom that people. That's what I'm saying. Mike just used that as an excuse. It wasn't even no, like he took was, a swing at Tom. He said, what am I supposed to do? It's Tom Brady. It's not like he, Lattimore pushed him down. He just talked to him. Tom turned around. And there you had there you had uh, Evans going after him. Again, this was a bubbling up. Evans, This guy has held Evans to like th- less fewer than 30 yards, receiving yards per game in the matchups with him. And going, what, 0-4? 0-4 Tampa Bay had gone against New Orleans in the regular season under Tom Brady. They beat him in the playoffs, but had not been able to get the monkey off their back. 
was smart of Mike Evans. You get Lattimore out. Lattimore's more of an impact guy for yeah. that defense. Yeah. Then they can win without oh, Mike Evans. And, and you saw what happened. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the game yeah. on a long touchdown pass. Right. I don't know if that. I don't know if uh, Lattimore would have been on that guy, <clears throat> Perriman. I don't know, but maybe, maybe. Who can say exactly? Um, so anyway, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers found a way to win, and we're just going to focus on those kinds of performances, right? We're going to focus on the amazing performances. Mm-hmm. Um, because Tua, Kyler Murray. Tua, it is, it, I, I am rooting for Tua. I don't know why. I don't know like why I've sort of adopted him as like, you know, this my cause. Like, go, young man, rumble. You know what I'm saying? Rumble, young man, rumble. But I am. Like, I, cause, you should have your own calls with I, Derek Carr. Like, get your own thing right. Well, what yeah. You, well, you need to take it's not, Tua It's not him. as easy for me to rally around him at this point in his career. You know, because Tua, everybody doubted him, right? Tua, Tua was yes, very I, doubted. I was one of them. And I think was we, beginning to doubt him. We all had those concerns, right? Because he just didn't show very much. Well, he dink and dunk, man. Yeah. But now he's got all kinds of weapons. And I, and and, and I, I'm not going to sit here and say his arm is great. You know, I don't think he does have a great arm, but he's got weapons now that accommodate that. You know, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are both like walking touchdowns, and that's typically what happened yesterday, right? Like, it wasn't like deep bombs. It was just like you know intermediate routes that these guys took to the house for the most part. I mean, Jalen Waddle scored on a screen, you know. I mean, that's – His that, arm's big enough. He it can is. Hit, I mean, he, he can hit Tyreek. It's top. not mine, but, yes, it's, it, it's you know, it's not you, – you wouldn't say he's got a cannon or anything like that, right? He's got a competent arm, but now he's got weapons that, again, accentuate his strengths. That's what you want. You want to surround yourself with people that accentuate your strengths, man, and that's what the Miami Dolphins have done. Like Jalen Hurts – Jalen Hurts can throw that thing 75 yards, you know. So he can have an A.J. Brown deep threat, right? And we'll probably see that. You know, Kirk Cousins got Justin Jefferson. That makes sense. Like, I don't think Justin Jefferson would be as good of a fit for Tua um, because he's a deep guy, right? He needs to go deep. Um, he can do it all. He's a three-down guy. But, but um, you know, that's where he is his most lethal, it feels like. Um, so that happened. Allegedly, a game was played in Vegas. I believe they called that one off, though. Um uh, no, they said that one counts. You fools, 0-2. Uh, I think they called that one off. It's a meme now, like you, because I saw this right when you go to Vegas and you go into the stadium and stuff. There's like this, there's this on-field suites, right? On-field boxes that uh, they, that are like you know they're sponsored by Win. You know the Vegas the the, the casinos out there, um, and you, there's like a club right there, you know, and there's like a whole bar. They had like they were popping bottles when it was twenty three seven. They were literally popping bottles when it was twenty three seven, and then they proceeded to. Give up two touchdowns, two two point conversions, got the ball first in overtime, and freaking fumbled it away. I mean, that one was really brutal. That one was really brutal. It was somehow in our uh, in our abysmal history. That is the largest lead we've ever blown. Twenty points. I I, I would have never guessed that. Like I would have felt like all those because dude, we were pissed for you know fifteen to twenty years of the early two thousands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How did we not blow? A, I guess we never got a lead that big. I guess that's the problem. Y'all were, and, and I mean, 16 in the fourth is just about a 20 and a half to me. You got to give up two touchdowns and two two point conversions just to get that game to overtime, and you did. We certainly did, bro. We snatched, uh, we snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. You know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to go the other way. You're supposed to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. You just better make sure you're living right this week if you want to. Yeah. Come out of Nashville, you know, one and two, not zero oh and three. That's the plan. I mean, my plan is Let's to go make up. sure you're living right. I, I, we were making the decision, me and my buddy Chris, because uh, we're going up. He's a Titans fan. 
Um, I don't, he's the only he's the only friend I have that is a Titans fan though. Like I don't. How does he put up with all your hate and all that? He doesn't like it because we we went to uh, we went to the, the the most recent one. Titans lost, and I think uh, the this was before I think it was pre Vrabel, and uh, they they attempted an onside kick at the uh, at the beginning of the second half. The Titans did, and the and the Raiders recovered it. And I gave him ish about that all day long. Right, he hated it. Um, so he doesn't enjoy it, but we were making the determination, like, do we go up Saturday and just spend the night in Nashville and, and, uh, live it up there, go to the honky tonks and all that, or do we just go up Sunday? Yeah. So, you know what? Let's just go up Sunday. There's no reason for me to have to spend any more time in Nashville than I absolutely have to. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to contribute to their economy. It's a noon game. Noon game. So you leave at what? Eight? Yeah. You should be fine. Now there is a big debate about how long it takes. To get to Nashville. Not not doing this. There's a big debate. So what time should I leave? What tell, time? What tell time? Them, tell them, Brad. Brad, what time do I have to leave to get there by noon? 6 a.m. If you want to get there by noon, and if you want to be on the Brad Carson plan for things to happen on your way, give yourself a little buffer time. I'd probably, at the very minimum, say three and a half. Okay, so what's that, 930? But I would leave no, earlier that's than 8:30. that. Come on, bro. You're gonna be late, John. Bro, yeah, and if I, I think that's gonna be tight. <laughs> at 9:30, because that gives bro. you no buffer zone. I'd I'd probably leave at seven, so you give yourself a little buffer. Seven o'clock. I told you you gonna say Damn. six. So might as well be six. You're leaving at seven. Now, what time would you leave? Uh, I would leave at nine. You would leave at nine? Yeah. That seems like it's cutting it close, bro. Oh, I'm, joking. I'm joking. What time would you leave? No, I mean, you got to go at eight. Eight. Yeah. And that's plenty of time. Yeah. And then you can even you want to be on the super safe side, you do seven like Brad said. There's no you won't way see I see first kick if you leave at eight, I don't think. Oh, stop. My my people that made it for the Giants game that went up there didn't say that there was anything in right. between. A lot of times there's something between here and Nashville that'll slow you down. You're down to one lane or whatever else. They didn't seem to think there's any uh just crazy construction or anything. Well, if you so. get in a wreck though, because it's a it's only two lane, a lot of times I've seen that before. Well, yeah. If we get to a wreck, no, not you. I'm talking about somebody else. It'll back that joker up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that is a that is a risk. That is a fundamental just, risk. Just leave it eight, and you give yourself all kind of Four buffer hours. time. Yeah, it's all kind of buffer time. At at most, it'll take three hours to get there, right? At most. Yeah, Brad, you think it's three, right? You, we, you and I argued about two and a half or three. We didn't <laughs> yeah, argue three. about three or three, three and a half. Yeah. Yes. So what do you? So go, you're fine. So at what eight. do you get if you left at seven? What are you planning to do with that two hours before the game? I plan on being there to see kickoff. First of all, I will guarantee that I'm seeing kickoff. I guarantee I got a beer and I got I'm comfortable. Yeah, it's a it's a no stress. Brad's there. He's waiting on the game to I start. I do not like Just stress. There a little early. I dealt with that with Parrish having to put the show at uh, four ten every day and, and it starts at four. You yeah. Know? No, look, there is something to be said for that. Unfortunately, in my life, whether it's been whether it's been like a research paper in college or like any kind of assignment that's due. It doesn't get submitted or – like, I'm very bad at working ahead. Like, I was just never good at that, bro. I was never good. Like, I get – you know, <clears throat> they say, oh, this is due in, uh, you know, in three weeks. It's, I wouldn't even look – I wouldn't even think about it until, oh, like, God. two and a half. You I'm know what I'm saying? opposite. So that's that's part of it. I'm just – like, you guys know. Like, I want to know that the device is recording yes, two hours sure. before it starts. No, that's, that's a better way to live. There's no question about it, right? There's no question about – because, you know, uh, pro, you know uh, procrastinators over here – I mean that's stressful. That's a life. You mm-hmm. have that 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 first, you know, however whatever whatever time you're putting it off for, that's fine. You'll that's fine. Okay uh, you'll you'll probably be okay. Be at eight. Yeah, I'm thinking eight. I'm thinking eight. eight feels fine. I can get up. I can hang out with Riley a little bit, and then I can yeah. start my funeral march to Nashville. You know. <laughs> yeah. Start that. I mean, I, they, it will be a, it will be a very depressing. 
you plan? I plan on being one and one. I plan on being one and one. Right, no doubt about it. And then I plan on the Titans being zero and two and being a desperation spot for them. I do think it helps my chances of seeing a win that we lost instead of one. Because what you the argument that you would make is they at least had a chance in this game, right? Uh, they they should have won this game and they had, they were alive in the Chargers game. So you know it's not like they've been blown out by any stretch of the imagination. They've been competitive. They've yeah. they've probably you know again should be one and one. They're not. Um, and things so, said by folks trying to pick up the pieces, bro. That's, that's going to be a that long. Whole, that's that whole category right there. You I'll just tell you this: if if they lose that game on Sunday to the Titans, it's going to be a twelve-hour drive back home. It's going to feel like that. It's going to yeah. feel we're we're sitting here arguing about two and a half, three, right? It's going to feel like a forty-eight-hour drive on the way back to Memphis if the Raiders lose on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just nobody th- likes paying to see an L. That's right. Now that again, very cheap tickets, bro. One hundred twenty-six bucks. I couldn't believe it, and they're good seats. I'll pay that every time. I'd pay oh, hundred. You got to pay it and make the drive. I'd pay one hundred twenty-six bucks to see any NFL right. team that I, I don't. I don't even care. You I know hope what I'm you saying? Live them right. Um, but yeah, those are the big stories in the NFL. Um, Tua's got weapons. Uh, Brady, you, you don't ever make him mad. That's just like rule number one. Colts are fraudulent. Colts are fraudulent. That's one of the stories. It's not the Jags. You the know. early line has been released by FanDuel on the game next weekend for the Titans. Who do you think is favored in this game? I, I'm assuming it's a pick 'em. It's a plus one. Yeah. Raiders plus, plus one? Ra- Ra- Titans plus one. Yeah, Raiders minus one. It's wow, pick- the Raiders are favored. That's yeah, interesting. By a point. Yeah, that's because it was a pick 'em earlier. Basically. I think. Yeah. And, uh, and, and now some money is coming in on the Raiders. Raiders minus one. Yeah, I like it. I think I'm going to end up betting it, which is brutal. But. Uh, yeah, uh, you're right. The Colts are fraudulent, man. I mean, because that was not about the Jaguars. That was about the Colts. And I know that Michael Pittman was out. I know that Alec Pierce was out. But how does Jonathan Taylor finish with, you know, 50 yards, 60 mm-hmm. yards, whatever it was? Well, and just nine carries. Yeah, I mean, that's that seems crazy to me. Uh, they have they have lost to the Jags, I think it's eight straight, as visitors. One of those includes overseas. How does that happen? They've I, just had the Jags. The Jags have had their number for whatever reason it is, and now it's – you know, Matt Ryan's out there getting sacked five times, throwing three picks. That seems insane to me, man. Yep. That seems insane to me. I thought he was going to be like we – Upgrade from Carson Wentz, it would be perfect. We all Well, did. Carson Wentz is a beast, bro. I mean, you see what that dude is doing in Washington? I wouldn't go as far as saying beast. I mean, it's, statistically. It, it's, looked, it's looked good yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Matt Ryan would be Matt Stafford in L.A. type. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like just uh, gets to a better situation. Similar. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and, they, and they transform overnight. Well, I, I don't know who wants to win that division. I, I don't think it's the Colts. The Jags want to. They want to. They might, they dude. Got, they got a good coach now. Why can't Peterson's the Jags? The Jags could do coach. it, bro. No, they can't. They can't do it. Not you don't mean. think they could? No, I just think it leaves it a little bit more wide open for the Titans. Um, it was a great day for Trevor Lawrence. He he, he looks like he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just going to he's gonna get a, a real receiver. You know, he's going to have to get the Tua treatment, the Jalen Hurts treatment. Give that dude a receiver, and he'll watch what that team does. Um, anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was not a fun day uh, for me on the NFL. I did win a uh, you know a fantasy contest, but that's little solace. Yeah, when your looking, team blows twenty zero lead, yeah, you're looking for everything. I am anything. Next story. All right, Memphis football wins forty four thirty two against Arkansas State, and it's more about what's ahead for Memphis than it is anything else. But 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 it is worth looking back because it did get dramatic for a little while there. Brad's right. Uh, your boy was sweating there for a little while, especially when it was 32-31 with 4.22 left in the game. Well, what does Seth Hennigan do? Drives the Tigers 75 yards, uh, including pick it up a big fourth down, uh, end up taking the lead back. And then at the end, we didn't talk about this in the first hour, and we should. 
you know, we, the, there were digital ticketing issues. We know uh, folks obviously had lines outside. We knew there would be some issues. But yep. the, uh, for the most part, it seemed like folks were getting uh, able to get in that first quarter, didn't miss a ton of the action. So clearly some things still to be working out on that side. But that, that, that said, once they got in there, you get over 32,000 for the announced crowd, and look how much it helped the Tigers in the end. Everybody talked about how loud that crowd got. Clearly, when Arkansas State was getting the two straight false start penalties at the end, all the players credited the crowd. You saw Seth Hennigan hyping up the crowd. So how about that? A, a crowd that at one point uh, was waiting to get in there ends up being a big reason why you get the win. Seth Hennigan, we said, was fantastic. 19 of 28 for 360 yards, three touchdowns. I mentioned in the first hour this was the eighth time and just 14 career games, he's gone over 300. He's been over 400 three times, but eight now over 300 yards. Uh, his tight end, Caden Pre scored five. Uh, Caden Pre scored five receptions for 69 yards, two touchdowns. He was big as well. That skates touchdown yep. where he was just dragging guys in 52 yards out. People were looking for weapons to emerge. Uh, for Seth Hennigan in this Memphis offense, uh, the skates is a weapon, and no question about it. Uh, Jay Ducker, Javon Ducker, uh, J.B. on, excuse me, J- Ducker, ran for 76 yards, 10 carries, had the touchdown then at the end, helped put it away. Brandon, Brandon Thomas also had a touchdown there at the end. And for Memphis, you're looking ahead now. Again, you got three more at home on this homestand. Now, four-game homestand, you're already 1-0 on it. You got North Texas coming in. They're 2-2. Two and two. Brad knows a little something about them because they lost this weekend to your UNLV Rebels, if I'm not mistaken. I was looking at some of those numbers. So Memphis is an 11.5-point favorite over North Texas this weekend. Uh, those are the fighting Wren Bakers, by the way, former uh, yes, deputy are. athletic director at Memphis, Wren Baker, the, the athletic director at North Texas. Like we said, Memphis is an 11.5-point favorite. Do you realize that they gave up, North Texas did, 576 total yards to UNLV. Yep. And, Brad, 365 of those was it rushing? were on the ground. Yeah, it was rushing. The, run, Memphis Running to, through them. Memphis needs to run the ball this week. I believe Brad Carson is right. Yep. Memphis needs to and can, they can. it appears, yep. uh, get this ground attack. Uh, you know, it, Again, a ground attack that early on was ineffective. Uh, you saw it this week. But there at the end, after you know saying and Ryan Silverfield being set on, we've got to establish the run, maybe at one point it hurts you a little bit in that game. But there in the end, it helped you put it, put the game away against Arkansas State. This looks like a game where you get that thing rolling, uh, whether it's Jay Duck or Brandon Thomas, maybe all your guys. Hopefully you can get that run game completely uncorked against North Texas because it is, listen, Seth, as good as Seth Hennigan's been, and I know the argument is, well, if he's cooking, just keep letting him cook. You're going to need this run game at some point this season. There were signs that Memphis is getting it together uh, this weekend now, against Arkansas State. On the other side of the ball, though, they're going to have to defend the pass because North Texas could pass. They had a nice passing game against UNLV and against Arkansas State, not to be an analyst here. Mm-hmm. They could not stop Arkansas State with some of those 30-yard shots there, both halves. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the defense did not have a good day. I mean, that's just the, tr- that's the truth. I mean, that's the, that's the concern. It was a concern last year. It's the concern now. I mean, again, we talked about it yesterday. To, or to start the show, uh, it was not going to be about the offense. Seth Hennigan, no. you know, if they lost that game, it would be about what the defense was not able to do. Now we had not, we have not mentioned yet, and we should mention the 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 you know, and, and I mean in depth, I'm saying um, what that crowd was able to will the Tigers to at the end of that game. I mean, that was truly only because of the of the crowd, the the the, the idea that they. They got they they got two false starts. Two in straight a row. false starts and then the bad snap. And then the bad snap because the the uh you know the center couldn't hear the hard count right. So that's only because of the crowd. And um, 
you just, you know, I thought it was a testament to despite all the, you know, adversity with the digital ticketing and, you know, the off season with, you know, all the movement and Memphis not being a part of it. It was a testament to, you know, hey, these Memphis fans will show up loud and proud. That was just a game against Arkansas State, man. That wasn't like some, you know, big-time conference championship-type tilt. That was just a regular season game against lowly Arkansas State. I was encouraged by that. Uh, yes, it was good to see the crowd, uh, in this case, uh, have a direct impact on the game itself and on helping the Tigers win. What's great is that we said this, you were going to be in an opportunity where you're favored in the all of these games leading up to Houston. No, oh, by the way, did you see what happened to Houston over the weekend? But obviously... Uh, 11.5-point favorite over North Texas. Then you've got Temple the week after. Then you've got a chance against a Houston team picked to win the conference. I don't know if any of us still believe that at this point after losing to Kansas over the weekend. You've seen this Houston team. Um, again, I would tell you, if Seth Hennigan keeps playing the way he's playing, yes, you're, you know, d- defensive concern going into that game, but if Seth Hennigan can keep you in a game, I, I would suspect that I'm not intimidated by any Houston team that's coming off of a, a of another loss here and this one to Kansas. I think Memphis, should they keep building here, is going to give itself a good chance on a Friday night uh, in a few weeks to take on this Houston team. That'll be the end of the four-game home winning streak, hopefully a home winning streak, where we're talking about the Tigers having gone 4-0 on. Looks very possible at this point. Yeah, so um, absolutely great. Uh, a very great uh, win uh, and moment for Memphis. Next story. Uh, around the other uh, college games this weekend, um, I will tell you that the one thing that I think I'm, I'm most surprised by is just how damn good Georgia is again. Um, after basically replacing everybody on their defense, right? Um, and some offensively, they, they, I, I like them better than Alabama at this point to win the championship. I do. I think there's a lot of people with you. Yeah. Um, even though I have a future on Alabama, I mean, Bryce Young still threw two picks yes, uh, on Saturday, you know, against whoever the hell they were, Monroe or whoever it was. Um, yeah. Like Georgia has no flaws. That's the, that's the thing. Like they have no holes. I mean, I, I don't know how you beat them. <laughs> I really don't. Um, you know, well, you're, you're going to have to get all kinds of pressure on Stetson Bennett. Yeah, that's that's the only way you're going to be able to beat him. Yeah, knock him off of his stride because right now he's absolutely on easy street in terms of his confidence level. They just move their the ball execution freely without any resistance. You have to like, change the plan by getting Stetson in, in into some kind of where he's having to buy time and yeah. run. I mean, I thought Georgia would They're too comfortable would be right good. Now. I I didn't think they would be as elite as they are still. Like I know, you know. I, I think they're they are the best team in the country right now, um, and I I did not anticipate that coming in. I thought Alabama would, and again, Alabama won by a million points too. It's just like we we saw them against Texas. They were going to lose that game had Ewers not been knocked out. I have no. They almost lost with him not in the game. Again, we know with the backup Hudson Card. Um, you know, I just I, I just feel like Georgia still got a a, a bit more, you know, defensively. Uh, Stetson Bennett there QB that stability. Um, so that sort of was my my big takeaway from this college football weekend was just again on the road at South Carolina, Spencer Rattler was once upon a time projected to be a number one overall pick. He is awful. I mean, he, there was a drive in the early parts of that game I was watching where he just made a a horrible like a freshman type of read and the and the DB picked it and I mean it was a it was a ball that should have never been thrown. And the DB picked it, and it just you know the the uh, you know the Bulldogs never never looked back in that one. So again, like it's it's one thing to do it at home, 
But to go there and to just stomp the will out of that team on the road, only the truly great ones can do that. And that's what Georgia did this weekend. It's also very disappointed by Mike Leach Oof. and Mississippi State Bulldogs, uh, a team that I had bought some stock in before the season began and looked like foolishly. Mm-hmm. How in the world in year three for Mike Leach are we not beating Brian Kelly in game three? Right? How, how are we not in a better spot to win that game and you're up 13, I think it was 13 at one point, 13 nothing, mm-hmm. and looking like, okay, well, this is what I expected, and we'll put some more points on the board, and you end up getting a game from Will Rogers. He throws 42 times for 214 yards. Uh, Mike Leach is just sitting there with a the piece of paper writing things off everything else, and uh, what the hell? Now, I guess I should have been, while, while Brad was off a little bit on Arkansas State Memphis, and, and, and I say a little bit because that could have gone a different way, he looks like he was right while I was wrong this Mississippi State team that I'm saying, no, nah, they're good. They Look at what they did to Memphis. Then they go out to Arizona, went on the road there. They could not put up any points this weekend. And you just, again, having that quarterback, Will Rogers, now year three in that system, um, I was fooled. I've been bamboozled, and I was a fool because I was the guy telling you last year uh, Mike Leach was a fraud. I bought it this offseason, and, uh, yeah, I, I regret it now. Mississippi State loses 31-16 at LSU. This is a game they should have won. Well, no, I think it's starting to get ugly for uh, for Mike. I think he's probably gone, right? I mean, if he didn't win that not, egg ball. Not, not yet. Not, not yet. If he doesn't win that egg ball. You go 0-3 in the egg ball, is going to be tough. And then, like, your team doesn't look that good, you know? I mean, we'll see what happens the rest of the way here. But I typically, like, I view these things as signs to come, right? What is to come? Well, you're losing to LSU. You know, yeah, you beat up on Memphis, but you know what are you going to do with the rest of your schedule? Um, that's the that's the question. I saw a stat on Mike Leach. I can't remember. Two hundred eighty nine total yards for yeah. the air raid. Yeah, I mean, look, it's tough. To, it's tough to ask guys like to go into Death Valley and win that game, right? Like that is a big ask to but do. But this is game three for Brian Kelly. This isn't some no, finished right. product. No, that's the one. If you can't win that now, you're never going to win. That quarterback they got, that that kid's tough, but he's not He's not some NFL dude. Uh, Jaden Daniels, he made tough. Mississippi State couldn't get off the damn field. It was third and whatever. And how many conversions did LSU get? It was, like, it was defensively, too. It wasn't just you didn't put up enough points. They couldn't get off the field. And, again, this, this was supposed to be the year you felel like – uh, year three, Mississippi State, Mike Lee, you feel good about it, especially going against a team that's got a, you know, they're in transition. I, I know LSU still got talent, but this is Brian Kelly in his third game. Uh, the game was there for the taking, and you let him hang around and then beat you over the head with it. So very disappointed in the in the Bulldogs' effort. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a wild weekend though of college football. All right, we're gonna come back. We got respect burgers uh, at one o'clock, mm-hmm. so we'll do that, and and some disrespect dogs will get headed out as well, and then Jason Fitz is gonna join us. At 125. Stick around. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. 92.9 FM, ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL action rolls on, and you should be betting over at Superbook. That's where I was all day yesterday, and I've been telling you about this promotion they got going on. Root for safeties? Well, there was a safety in the NFL yesterday, which means that I just got a text, $50 in my account for doing nothing. I don't even think I bet on that game, but I got $50 because there was a safety, and that is what they're doing. So if you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. Download the Superbook Tennessee app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms, conditions, gambling problem call 1-800-889-9789. We do have two big games tonight, I think. I think they're big games, don't you, Jason? Yes. Two fun games. We have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Buffalo Bills on the road, and then we have the Vikings and the Eagles. And it's not really it's it's, it's not so much a double header. It's like they're going on at the same time, which is kind of strange. Why but, do they do that to us? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if that was common knowledge. It's like, Why we had two tonight in there. It is, isn't it weird? Time. Like strategically, like I'm going to watch yeah, I mean, the game that's in the second half if it's close. But I've uh, seen these when they're double headers and yeah. appreciate them more. Six fifteen, eight not eight thirty, nine. Game, yeah. yeah, but not six fifteen, yeah. seven thirty. It's starting to feel a little NBA ish on the NFL's part, getting a little greedy. Um, what do you anticipate from each game? Well. You know, I mean, we've talked about Bills and Titans and how this would be just so Titans if you go up there. As a uh, last I look, is it 10, 10 and a half, double digit underdog? 10 at Superbook. Uh, 10 at Superbook. Uh, as, as a double digit underdog going this game and, and, and give the Bills all they can handle and maybe come out of there and win. The, the problem with that theory is you embarrassed the Bills last year. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, what, what you did to them. And we said this last week Josh Allen, all about statement making to start this year, did so and said as much against the Rams. It's going to be similar in this one. Uh, feels like, listen, this is a, a team last year I lost to. I want to make the statement. You know, last year you had what? You had Derrick Henry, stiff arming guys. Yep. You know, you, you, the Titans made the statement. And so Josh Allen, we know, is all about uh, uh, shining in these types of performances. So that's what concerns me the most is that, sure, Titans have been up for these moments typically in the past, but it uh, doesn't look like much matters to this Bills team, at least so far this year. They are, at least from my standpoint, you know, from top to bottom, they're the team to beat. Now, that's not news. They were the favorite coming into the season. But from what we've seen on both sides of the ball, I mean, you, some might lean Chiefs. For me, again, you add Von Miller to the mix, it's, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. So anything less than a win tonight is a letdown for them. 
Hopefully the Titans keep competitive in the other one. We talked about that. It's it's more like, uh, hey, NFC's up for grabs. Which one of you two teams, NF, you know, Philadelphia, Minnesota, which one of y'all want to be up there? You know, with those, with Tampa Bay, with possibly Green Bay, with the Rams, we'll see. But this is your chance to sort of go out early. And for Minnesota, who's already knocked off Green Bay, heck of a heck of a chance here. You knock off Green Bay, knock off Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, th- those of us that have picked you in previous years and you've disappointed us sort of with the, the turn in the corner, that'll look like you've turned a corner at least to start this season. You get pick pick up those two impressive wins. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, I do think there is. I think that the second p- piece of that is a battle of contenders. I think both of those teams are going to have a say in the NFC. Uh, and then, of course, with the Titans, I, I just, you know, and I, I, I know we sort of do this, but I don't really see a path, right, for them. Um Again, they they I, there have been games where I have not seen pass for them before. I didn't think they'd beat the Chiefs last year. I didn't think they'd beat the Rams last year. I didn't think they'd beat the Bills last year. Um, the only the only thing I think that's in doubt, Jason, is whether or not they cover the ten. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna win the game. I think the Bills are too good. And you know, they just there's a lot of stuff working against them, Jay. There really is. You beat them last year. You beat them in a very tight game that the Bills probably felt robbed on, right, on that very short fourth and one that they didn't get. They probably have been feeling and thinking about that game mm-hmm. every day since then. Uh, and so I just feel like they've got it circled. I feel like they're not going to allow – I think there are some teams that, you know, I could see them playing around with, you know. I do not think that the Bills are going to be in that mode. I think first half bet is, like, really, like, solid. First half, whatever the number is, I don't know what it is. I'd assume maybe seven. Let's look it up on uh, on Superbook. What is the first half line? First half line is six and a half. That's tough not to take, man. That's tough not to take because I just feel like the Bills are going to come out with their heads on fire, right? Well, the Titans without Christian Fulton as well. Duh! On, on the corner. That's it. Yeesh. Why even play the game at this point? Fulton's out. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Now the good news is Gabe Davis is not playing, right? So uh, the, the problem is the Bills have other very capable receivers, including Diggs, whereas Fulton's, you could argue, your best corner. Yep. You know, so I put I suppose that pushes Farley up into the into the mix and you'd rather have, you know, Christian certainly more consistent. So you're gonna be missing him tonight as well. That's 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 the that's not a good sign either for a defense that's already missing Landry. The only way you win this game is uh is if Jeffrey Simmons goes crazy. Yeah. You know, our man, our man Wall mentioned that. Yep. Like Jeffrey Simmons is a game changer, and much like we talked about with Stetson Bennett in Georgia, like Josh Allen is comfortable. He's comfortable with the game plan. He's comfortable enough. He's going to try to stiff you for the extra yard or two. And if something's not there to change that plan to throw it off course, yep. Jeffrey Simmons is the kind of guy that can do it. Then the Bills are going to absolutely roll. Um, so again, if Jeffrey Simmons ain't making any noise up front, yeah, this will be a long night for the Titans. Yep, it will be. Uh, but I, I will enjoy that. Don't enjoy it too much, brother. You oh, got I'm your own problems. Do I not that's, get that's a chance to here. enjoy it? It'd be different if you were one and one. You could maybe enjoy it a little more. I don't think I'm ever going to see a Raider Super Bowl again. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to see it. I'm 31. We're running out of time. You know? I got, I got like, to actually fully enjoy it, I got, like, I think maybe 40, 35 years. I just don't. I don't think there's anybody out there that feels sorry for a 31 year old talking about I may never see a title. There were Cubs fans. The Cubs didn't win for a hundred years, bro. There are people who were waiting on it and they died. They died waiting, like that woman on the Titanic. You know, and those are the kind of stories you really feel for. Not some 31 year old dude who's saying, "Will I ever see one?" Man, got a whole life in front of him. Can you imagine? Somebody's be- going to hear that story you're trying you, to tell right now. Can you right imagine now? being a Cubs fan born 
between 1916 and oh whatever it was. Well, I guess it'd have been like it'd have been like 1900 to like 1970 or 1940. I don't know. Like I don't know what the life expectancy rates were yeah. back then. But like you, you grew those up. Those are real stories. Yeah. You know that they they suffered. Those like are if real you were stories. born in like 1942, right? There, like, there's a decent chance that you didn't make it to 2016, right? The Bartman thing might have killed you. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning you didn't live through you, that. You didn't get to 2016. If you, if you remember the Calkins family, right, you'll definitely, like, you're you're making it out of the century. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're born in 1900, you're you're seeing 2000. It's a gift. It really is. Um, But, yeah, I feel bad for those Cubs fans. Like, I, I think – you know, you should. You should. I think every person in life deserves to have one. You know what I'm saying? You you deserve one championship that you get to always have. I just feel like the universe should reward you if you're going to be a lifelong fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. You know. I just. I feel like you should have that. The Titans were supposed to have that this past season. That's their Super Bowl, the one seed. So that's it. That's all you get. My cup kind of runneth over with the six Bulls titles too. So it's kind of you know I had 80, well and then I was a kid and, and you haven't and you haven't been you have not been uh, anything ever since, right? I'm sorry that franchise the Bulls yeah eh, not 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 no but no, not compared no, you paid not your compared pittance, to that right I mean you did you, you this is what I this is my this is the price I have to pay for those years yeah like the Grizzlies I think we deserve a championship right the Grizzlies deserve one championship with John Moran I hope they get it it's gonna be very tough yeah this city des- deserves. Well, because I saw like you know that the, kind of title. I saw the Aces, right? I, and Jason Fitz is going to join us at one twenty-five. The Aces won the championship yesterday. You wouldn't have known it since they played on Sunday, but they did. That's exactly. I actually was watching the second half on my phone. I mean, I couldn't. I had three TVs. I couldn't get it on one of the TVs. They, I said, "Can we get the Aces game on, bro?" You should have seen. You should have heard the room react when I asked that. I bet they did. Like they, they, they thought I was like joking. I was like, "I'm dead serious." Get the Aces game on. It's the, t- it's the, it's the championship game, bro. Well, you did it because you had something riding on it. Well, yeah, I did. You know, but so that, don't, that don't up, matter. Don't miss. Don't sit up here and misrepresent it as you're some. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying I want to watch it, bro. It wasn't like I wasn't trying to be some. You're purist. some flag bearer for the WNBA. That's sort of how you. Well, Betting on WNBA is fun. I told y'all that it's a thrill, um, but yeah, like you know, I, I saw Fitz did a voiceover. They asked Fitz what it means for the city of Las Vegas to get their first championship, right? And I was like, man, I I just I hope we get to have one of these for Memphis. I hope someday there's somebody that will get to do a voiceover, you know, about because it will me it will like Vegas is so transient, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, they don't care in Vegas. I mean, they come, they go. The Raiders win, they lose. Yeah. They go to the tables at the casino, and they forget about it, right? I mean, that's just the nature of the city. But in Memphis, that is something that would be so culturally important. That it, it, would, it, would, it would be one of the most important things that's ever happened to the city. And, and you know, I hope we get to have that. Crew's got a chance, man. They do. They have a chance. It's hard to win that dang NCAA tournament. That's it's the hard. other part about that. And, and the but, Tiger football but, program doesn't even and, have a chance. And, and that's not saying it's easy to win a finals, but the thing that Grizzlies got going for them now is the superstar. Like, yeah. you got to have a superstar, and you're doing it in an aging league where the folks that have been in control are now in their mid-30s, early 30s. And, you know, four or five years, you could start telling yourself, well, you might have one of the best players, if not top five player in the game. So having that, I think, is the reason now. 
you can really start to believe those things. It doesn't feel like you just got to dream it. You know what I'm saying? No, I in think you're right. In terms of title for Memphis. Yeah, I mean, Memphis basketball could, but, you know, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's, I mean, it's very it's difficult still, to do that. It's hard to do. You can have all the talent in the world, ask Gonzaga and a whole bunch of other teams. It's just hard to win that dang tournament. It's probably harder to win the championship, though, in the NBA, isn't it? Because you have to win more games. You, you have to win four you in do, each round. You do, but I, you, you could say that. But, again, once you have the superstar, yeah. a lot of times you can put yourself in that position and yeah, stay there. Right. No, it is hard. Stay there. It is harder to win. Whereas college basketball doesn't matter as much, even right. when you have to, I mean, ask Kentucky, ask, yeah, Duke, no, you're, ask you're, all these teams. If you're, if you're the best team in the NBA, odds are you win. Right? You're going to win four games out of seven. If you're the if you're yeah. truly the better team, I mean, you, you got you got to prove it. Yeah, it's not a one game scenario like it is with tournaments. So, right. So yeah, you're actually got to be the better team to make that run. Well, of the the finals. best teams in the but tournament you can be the better team all the time when you've had a draft yeah. pick like Ja Morant. Like Kentucky was not better than St. Peter's, but they lost. It was one game. You know, it's just the, it's too var- the variance is so much greater in the NCAA tournament, especially with your age. Like you're on your way. If like you just you, keep making the Gonzaga right decisions. Gonzaga would have beaten Arkansas four out of seven times, right? But in that one, mm-hmm. they didn't. So I'm talking about it's hard to do. Bro. Memphis, Memphis isn't beating Gonzaga four out of seven times, but they were up at ten at the half. You know, you play that half out four times, Memphis is not going to be up ten. You know, four times they're just not. They're going to be up once. You know, it's just that they you can catch lighting in a bottle in the NCAA tournament in a way where like. You don't see, you don't see miracle runs in the NBA playoffs, right? Like it's very rare. Yeah. The Grizzlies, as the eight, was one of the few. Who was the one? Was it the uh, was it the Warriors who beat the Mavs as an eight? You know, there's only a few that you can even remember off to, off top of your head. You know, m- m- lots of eights just go out in the first round. Like they just get they get swept. They gentlemen sweep. So yeah, you're right. It, if you get to a point in the NBA where you can honestly say you have one of the best teams. You can win a championship. It's very easy to talk yourself into that. It can happen. Whereas if you're in college basketball, you might have one of the best teams, but it doesn't matter. You'll get caught. You might have a bad shooting day. You might shoot 28% from three that day. Right. You might run into a matchup with a team that just is absolutely opposite you and, you know, confuses you defensively and you don't have a good answer for it, right? Well, the other part about it, too, is if you've got an owner who's willing to spend and go into the luxury tax, as, as Milwaukee has done, as Robert Perry has said he's willing to do, that's the other part about it. If, so if you're close, you can make that sort of final move, Drew Holiday, whatever it is, to go out and get that piece, and you feel like Robert Perry's not just willing, yep. but has the pockets. Yep. To, to do so. So, you, you know, you've got that part in terms of how you're positioned as well. Absolutely. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back, and then Jason's going to get on the grill. You got your apron? Yes. You got that griddle going? It's very uh, – no, we don't have a new griddle. We're actually on the, we're actually on the, the big green egg. We're doing real burgers. Okay. We're not doing griddle bacon. We're okay. not cooking up your bacon. Hey, not a problem, dog. Not a problem. So Jason's going to hand them out. And how many we got today? Uh, looks like four. Four? Big burgers. Four fat ones. They're juicy. It's about as many as I can get on a green egg, on my green egg. That's about right. Four, four, I could four. probably get six, but we're doing four fat ones. I, I, like, I don't like them to touch. I like them to be, you know, they need to have their own space to cook, right? Well, you need to clean yours as well. All that gray on there, that's not, that's not really sanitary, too. So you don't need, just need to not touch them. You need to clean the actual grill. That's looking a little nasty on your side. I want to get like a. I want to build. Don't let John grill your respect burgers. Y'all. I want to build like a ta- like a ta- like a custom table to put it in. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, to put it around it. Yeah, yeah. You can either buy that or build it. Yeah. Do you have one? No. It's kind of it's kind of janky on our part to have such a nice piece and a nice tool, but we disrespect it, don't we, by not having that custom table or just not keeping it clean? Yeah, or just not having that table. Really, 
All right, we're going to come back, do that when we come back. Jason John, 99FM, ESPN. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 